Welcome to the 125 Roller Coaster Challenge Trims and Staple Podcast. I'm Paul, and it is time for our September Q episode. Now, if you're looking at the date of this, it seems like we're a little bit late and a little bit behind, but the main reason is because it was Labor Day weekend and we were swamped between my regular business and, of course, trying to get some last minute rides at some of our local parks. So, if you're new to our podcast here, what is the Q episode? Well, every month we try to tell you what we just did the past month and what we're planning on doing. And we throw in some uh, listener and, uh, I guess, viewer questions now that we have the YouTube channel up and going there. We are a little bit behind. This is the Tuesday episode there. But we definitely, uh, it was definitely worth the wait for you guys. The summer season is winding down, okay? I'm up here in the Northeast. So as well as you know that the Northeast, we actually have a summer season where the parks are actually open seven days a week. Now, of course, because of staffing, a lot of the parks had to cut some hours, but they were still pretty much open seven days a week. Well, today is actually Labor Day when I am recording this, and after today, it is weekends only, which kills me because I am a wedding photographer, which basically means I work on Saturdays. So my trips are being cut down dramatically from this point on here. But this is a Q episode, so we're going to tell you where we have been in August. We had a busy August, a lot of different parks. And we're going to tell you where we're going because even though it is September and the weekday operations for most parks are done, we are still going to be doing a couple trips and stuff like that. I actually have some weekends free and we're going to be trying to get a couple more things you know, done before this season is completely done and everything turns into haunts and holiday events there. Also, we have listeners and we have viewers, and we're going to be going over the three questions. Every week, we you know, every month we get them, we compile them, and we come up with our list. And we're going to kick this off with our first question. And this is a question we got eight times, seven or eight times in the last month. Pretty much, you know, they said it different ways, but the main gist was, what the heck is going on with Six Flags? Now, if you're not familiar, historically, Six Flags around August, around Roller Coaster Day, will be giving these huge announcements of every park, what they're going to get, and this year there's nothing. And the main reason is because they have a brand new CEO who is trying to change the entire dynamic of Six Flags. Six Flags was always, quote unquote, the budget chain. Their plan was always to get people in the door and then people will spend money. Well, he's going the exact opposite direction here. And to be honest with you, we were thinking about, okay, are we going to discuss it at this time? And I actually think the best thing to do is we are going to actually have an entire episode going on with Six Flags. Pretty much my thoughts are wrapped into the entire uh, title of that episode. And it's very simply going to be called Clueless. Now, that's going to be coming near the end of the month. It's going to be our last episode before we kick off season three. Stay tuned. That episode's coming soon. And uh, it's probably going to be a doozy. Let's get into the gist of things. What do we do in August? So, if you're familiar with our last queue in July, we hit a lot of the Jersey parks. We did a lot of the small parks. We did Casino Pier. We did Jenkinson's Boardwalk for the first time. Uh, we did Storybook Land. We did the Land of Maple Leaf. We were all over New Jersey. So, we changed it up just a little bit for... August, and the main first thing we did was, and it was actually about two or three weeks in, so we didn't just jump right into it. We took about two weeks off, but we went to the last Six Flags Park we had to hit on the East Coast, 
And that park was Great Escape. Some people call it Six Flags Great Escape. We call it Great Escape. So this one is pretty much all the way up 81. It's outside of uh, Albany. It's about 45 minutes north of Albany. It's actually at the base of the Anirondack Mountains. So it's pretty much right by Lake George is the uh, big town there. Now, historically, this park used to be called uh, Storyland USA. And you can tell from when you go into this park, it is not a standard Six Flags park. When you walk in there, it is very much like Storybook Land in New Jersey, Egg Harbor Township, where a lot of Mother Goose and all that kind of stuff. They have the little houses. They have a, a, a Moby Dick, just like they do over at Storybook Land. When you go in and you go to the uh, left, it's all the classics there. Now, they do have some roller coasters there. And we actually got our 350th coaster at Great Escape. Even though it should have probably been Comet or it should have been Alpine Bobsled, it ended up being Steam and Demon, mainly because we weren't able to get on the kids' ride and Alpine Bobsleds was completely down. It wasn't running at all. So I was already doing for, uh, I believe, 349 was Canyon Blasters. And I got to the point where, am I going to walk all the way across the park just to hit Comet, just go all the way back to Steam and Demon? And I heard so many negative things about Steam and Demon, I could honestly say, you know what? Yeah, it's kind of a it is kind of a marquee ride. It can deserve number 350. But so what are my thoughts on the park real quick here? This is a great little park there. Uh, the kids section, I love the fact that it's not Looney Tune themed, but it's actually themed towards timber, which of course with the Anirondacks is perfect. Uh, if you're not familiar with the Anirondacks, there's a lot of pine trees. There's a lot of woods and it is scenically beautiful. Their Hurricane Harbor was very unique. It was kind of spread out all over the place there. Usually the Hurricane Harbors are their own park or there's just a whole section. Here you kind of jump back and forth, back and forth, and then all of a sudden you're in a dry ride section with Comet and then there's more tubes down the down the path there. So definitely check out uh, our YouTube channel. We have walkthroughs of both uh, Great Escape and we also have walkthroughs of the Hurricane Harbor. And I believe that one's going to be dropping today. You know, check out the YouTube channel. People love our Explore videos and we do go through every nooks and cranny. So to get a better feel of what we mean by this being a Six Flags Park, but having an older feel and having a unique feel, definitely check that out. After that, I decided, you know what? I haven't seen my daughter for a while. I'm going to spend a day with Kylie and we're going to go down to Busch Gardens Williamsburg. And I can actually say that this is quickly becoming, if this park was not five hours away, I would be there every week. It has a great ride lineup, but what Kai and I were able to do was we actually explored. We did a lot of the rides we usually don't do. We actually got on the scoot. Uh, we never do log flumes. We tried to get in line for uh, Escape from Pompeii. We actually ate at different places. Usually I go by Trapper Smokehouse, but this time we actually went to the Marco Polo area and uh, we had spaghetti. I mean, I don't think I've ever got a pasta meal when I was at an amusement park, so that was neat. We did some filming. You know, we did the full park walkthrough because when we first went to Bush Gardens in April, we uh, were only breaking it into sections and stuff like that. We were only really doing shorts. So we actually were able to actually put together a full park walkthrough, which people really like. Originally, I did not think that people would sit through 45 minutes of me walking through an amusement park. Now I realize people tend to like that. So we actually give the people what they want, right? Bush Gardens is fantastic. We had Pantheon. We actually got it when it was warm, which was a great experience. Uh, Pantheon is definitely a top 10 ride. When I reflect on things in general, 
January and February when we usually do our rankings. Uh, I definitely will you know think about it more. Would I have liked to get more rides? Of course I would have. It broke down throughout the day. It is a test you know prototype type thing for or Intamin. So usually the first year on those the everything's kind of spotty, but. You know, we love Bush Gardens. I love all the festivals they have. The fact that it's a year-round park is kind of interesting. And also today, they're making a big announcement. By the time I'm uh, actually recording this, the announcement hasn't been made. But it seems like there's either some kind of scare thing there, or they might be uh, announcing the Dark Castle family coaster kind of thing that they're planning on putting in that we heard rumors about. After that, Devin had to go to college. And if I'm driving all the way up to Niagara, you know I am going to Niagara Amusement Park. And unlike my first visit there, where it was just pretty much the water park, here they had the entire dry park going. They had 16 attractions. Uh, the Kitty Land was huge. And yet again, we filmed everything. We walked all around the park. We did all the little ins and outs. Actually, we got our 352nd coaster credit, which was Silver Comet. And I can honestly say that this thing was running amazing. Now, I had no point of reference, but I do remember Hellcat before uh, Gene Staples and Indiana Beach Parks got involved. And it was a brutal ride. And when we rode at Clementon Park this year, it was a fantastic ride. I can only imagine the retracking. There was only one little spot that was a little bit janky. And I was actually on there with a maintenance worker who said, yeah, we still have to smooth out this spot there. For the layout and for it to be so smooth, I was really blown away. If you're in the New York, Canada, Erie area, you've got to put Niagara Amusement Park on your list, uh, especially if you have kids because their kids section and their kids attractions are up to speed. They look beautiful. Uh, they basically have about 60% of the park open. You can see over by Silver Comet where they're going to be expanding out and doing more. Uh, the maintenance worker told me that it got two more coasters coming down the pike. The food options are great. I actually had a barbecue sundae, which sounds a little sketchy, but basically they put poured pork on the bottom of the cup, and then you pick between four different sides that they put on top of it. I, of course, went with the macaroni salad and uh, the baked beans, but they have so many other options there, two other options. Uh, the other thing I noticed, too, was unlike the first time we went to uh, Niagara Amusement Park when we did the uh, Flash Zone area, they had no merchandise. Here they had a lot of merchandise, and we will be giving away a lot of uh, merchandise in the next couple of weeks. We are so happy with the, what is happening with Clemington Park and Niagara Amusement Park. I'm so disappointed I wasn't able to hit Indiana Beach. Maybe that's the trip I'm going to do in September. I haven't decided what I'm doing yet. It's definitely one that I would definitely consider, especially since I had the Clemington Park uh, pass. It'll be very interesting on that. But once again, Niagara Amusement Park, if you're in the area, please support this park. Uh, they have dumped so much money into this park. Forget what you think you know. Yes, they still have the Cowboy Show, and yes, it's still you know on the same property. Everything is painted. Everything is running smooth. They have a great team there at Indiana Beach Parks. Clementon Park and Niagara Amusement Park are just... They're up there. They're top notches. Uh, then last week, I uh, headed out to two parks. I went back to Knoebels. I did a full park walkthrough. This was a very challenging one for me to do a walkthrough, mainly because really no path. While most um, amusement parks have paths that you follow, Knoebels is basically a floodplain with attractions. There, it, You weave in and out of every one of these rides that it was really challenging, but it took about 45 minutes. Check it out on our YouTube channel. You would definitely see that I kind of hugged the edge and I zigged in, in and out. It makes sense. 
you should be able to find every attraction by the way we went. And of course there, you know, we also rode the train. I did a little coasters. I jumped on Phoenix. I jumped on uh, Twister. I actually went on flying turns. And historically, I'm not a big fan of flying turns, but I actually had a pretty fun ride on flying turns this time. So, you know, it may move up our list there. Impulse is a great little... Um, Vertical lift coaster, kind of like a Gerslauer, but it's a Zyre. Their flat rides are second to none. We did a lot of filming. Uh, that's going to be, you know, we'll be talking about that near the end of this episode, how we're going to be distributing videos and stuff like that. But Knobles, they had a lot of short hours, but I got so many tickets. Uh, you can tell they're hurting for staff because a lot of the main food areas, the International Pavilion was closed. Uh, one of my favorite, the Wharf was closed, even though it was open over the weekend. During the week, it wasn't open and stuff like that. And then the last new park that we have hit so far uh, was one I was really excited for, but I left with extreme disappointment. And here at 125 Roller Coaster Challenge, we try to be positive about everything. We even said nice things about LaRond. We said some nice things about Fun Spot Orlando, which was definitely uh, one of our least favorite parks there. I hate to say it, but Keensburg Amusement Park is definitely on the lower end, uh, especially this year, because we went to so many small parks that were really kicking some butt. And I can honestly say when I went to Keensburg, I believe it was a Tuesday, I shot all the way out there about 200, 250 miles. I get there, they, they basically say they have a soft opening from 10, 11, and 12. Their water park, uh, Breakaway Beach or something like that, is definitely the highlight, and everybody was there. There is really nobody around the quote-unquote amusement section. But I can honestly say it looked pretty run down, and the thing that really got me frustrated was... There's two roller coasters there. Uh, there's a kid's coaster, which I understand sometimes because I am a single adult I do, and my kids are too big anyway. I have to borrow nieces and nephews uh, if I want to get on these kid rides, which they're not big enough for me just to steal for a day. Really, I couldn't get on that ride, but the Looping Star was the main thing I wanted to get on. And they were testing it, so I was actually able to get some film of it, uh, some short videos. They only really open it on the weekends. And nobody tells you that until I got there and two of ride attendants confirmed that, yes, it's really only open on Friday, Saturday, and Sundays. I already bought the tickets because the person at the, the ticket booth, where they have three or four, but there's only one that was open, failed to mention it. So I actually kept one ticket as a souvenir and uh, gave five to uh, little kids' parents that were walking by. I said, you know couple rides are on me the other thing too there wasn't any merchandise it was the end of the year but they had nothing that really had keensburg on it you know they, they have some unique rides and there's going to be some shorts that we're going to be showing and of course we have a walkthrough that you can definitely check out uh throughout the off season for the last new park in particular it definitely was a disappointment after seeing niagara and seeing all these other parks kind of makes me want to do more in September. You know, that's our rundown in Keensburg. And then the reason why this episode is a couple days later, because we usually do it on the first of the month, is this was Labor Day weekend. Yesterday, I headed out to Dorney Park there, met up with the family, jumped on Talon. I think I only did one video, which was basically uh, the Ferris wheel, because I always forget about it, because it's kind of off on the side there. But I loaded up on Fudge. I did their, uh, summer, um, their summer special Fudge, which is a mango and raspberry. Uh, they had a uh, lemon um, cherry one there. And of course, I got s'mores. Yet again, I got to tell you, Dorney Park with their fudge, it is by far the best fudge that I have had in a long, long time. Uh, they are the top of the fudge chain there. But, you know, we also, I jumped on Demon Drop because it's such a unique ride. And there's only one or two of them left in the world. Had a great day. 
the water park was hopping. It was a hot day and they had all their attractions. Unlike a lot of the other parks, pretty much most of their food stands were open. I was disappointed because coming back from Keensburg, I wanted to hit Dorney Park. But it was actually closed during the week. So I know they had staffing issues during the week, you know, before Labor Day. So they weren't open, unlike Hershey or Knoebels. You know, they, they really were growing great. Dorney, I'm excited for. They had all their haunt attractions up. Would be If you check out our Instagram at 125 Roller Coaster, you can see some pictures. Of, it looks like they got a couple new areas or they moved some areas uh, for the haunt. So they're definitely expanding their haunt. And then today, I actually, today's Labor Day, I actually headed to the home park. I did Hershey Park. Uh, they had a nice little promotion here for the uh, king size and full size uh, season pass members as a thank you. If you came in between 10 and 11, which is their sweet hours, they actually gave you a scratch card where you would actually scratch off there and you would win something. You know, there's a lot of different options. There's a free uh, king size shake. There's bring a friend passes. But of course, I get the one thing that probably was the least useful for me, which was one free skill game, which I ended up giving to a family when I walked by. I said, hey, listen, I don't play games. You know, let your little one play whack-a-mole or something. I love the gesture. It didn't work for me. I did some videos. I did some short videos. I actually did one where I'm going to apologize right now. I don't know when it's going to drop, but it's basically of the uh, sky view. And I was afraid of heights. It definitely, I got vertigo. And you see my thumb a lot on this video. It's a neat video because it goes over the hollow, but not my best work. And I would have moved my thumb, but I was afraid of dropping the video camera. So you got what you got. I apologize in advance there, but Hershey did a great job. I ended the season on Candymonium. Their big thing is Dark Nights. I just dropped a video today. Basically... If you read the the instructions, it tells you about all the different... There's four different haunted houses. There's uh, three different scare zones. Unlike in the past when they did Hershey Park in the dark, which was all family-friendly, these guys are going all in and competing with Dorney and Six Flags. They're going all for the haunted uh, features, and I'm probably going to take them up on it because I'm curious to see what they do. That's what we did in August. So we were very, very, very busy. And, you know, everything's going to start slowing down now because the name of the episode, Weekends Only. Question number two, what do you do in the off-season, you know, if you're up here? And the main thing is I work, and Janine works, and Kylie works, and Devin goes to college. We really slowed down dramatically, mainly because on my end, uh, I'm a wedding photographer. I always tell people that. I'm very proud of my profession. I love my profession. But my profession kind of takes place a lot in September. September and October, and in particular Saturdays. So there might be a Sunday that I might be able to escape to go to a great adventure or maybe Six Flags America and check out their, their parks there. Uh, next weekend, somehow I have the entire weekend off and I might try to escape and that's what I'm going to talk about right now. But really the off season is working on uh, my actual profession, you know, saving up enough money to buy all the memberships and the uh, season passes and stuff like that. So what are we looking to do in September? Well, I have next weekend off and I want to do a road trip. I've kind of narrowed it down to four possible parks. Kings Island is one I love every year, and I missed it in 2021. Uh, last time I was there was to get on Orion, so I wouldn't mind shooting out that way and hitting Kings Island. Of course, Cedar Point's always there. You know, Cedar Point's always a great place there, and it is closer. Uh, I might hit Kennywood. Uh, Kennywood is closer. It's probably the closest of all these parks, and I haven't been there this year. And then last but not least would be Kings Dominion, because I was there earlier to get... Uh, Tambuli. Didn't do a full park walkthrough. Back then I was doing the breaking up the different sections, which were popular, but not as popular as a full walkthrough. And I know I definitely want to hit the kids section a lot better. Not happy with that video myself. So final question, 
Are you becoming a YouTuber? What's going on with the YouTube channel here? Well, you know what? We have failed miserably the last couple months when it came to the podcast schedule. So we are making sure that when we do podcasts, we are actually going to be doing a burst of two or three or four at a time and then using the schedule feature to make sure that we are hitting them when we need to hit them. So on Friday is our 99th episode. It's going to be Boomer, the one in the Boomerangs. I know you're all waiting for it. I know you're excited for it because I'm excited for it because who doesn't love Ivacoma Boomerang? We're going to be discussing all 13 that we did and that is simply a perfect 99th episode. A week from today, we are going to be doing our 100th episode celebration. And I'm going to try to get Janine on here. We're going to be talking about, you know, a lot of different things about, you know, the podcast, uh, what we're looking to do in the future and all that kind of fun stuff there. We're going to talk about different parks. We're going to talk, you know, I'm sure she's going to talk about her Disney trip coming up in October and everything. And then that Friday is going to be the clueless episode on Six Flags. And then that following Tuesday, we are going to be launching season three. So season three is going to be what we did our second year. We're going to be talking about some of the rides. We were actually invited to some openings of rides, Twisted Timbers, Still Vengeance. We headed out west. We did Six Flags St. Louis. We did Worlds of Fun, uh, Holiday World. We headed out west. We did rides there. And we did a lot of dinky little rides. That year, we decided we're going to ride kiddie rides. So we did a lot of little fairs and stuff like that. Season three starts in about two weeks. We're excited for it. With the new season, we're going to be, of course, doing break run talks. We're going to be doing a lot more uh, breakdowns, a lot of different things. But I can promise you that with the new scheduling that we're doing, every week you're going to get an episode, sometimes two. Every Tuesday, you're going to have an episode. And then alternating Fridays with the ERTs, we might throw them in there. Kind of like what we did before. Things are going to be changing on the YouTube front, all right? So historically, we were dropping two or three a day. We were dropping shorts. We were dropping longs. We were doing the whole nine yards because we had a ton of content. Well, guess what? The content's going to start slowing down because we can't get to the parks like we did. So what we're going to be doing now is actually keeping a kind of a schedule. So uh, basically on Sundays, we're going to do one full length, which is either an explore or a focus type episode and a short. On Mondays, we're just going to do a short. On Tuesdays, we're going to do a full length episode, usually a giant explore. Tuesday's our day. We want to own Tuesdays. And we're going to be doing a full length one. Today, we dropped the one on the Hurricane Harbor over at Six Flags Great Escape. And then, of course, our podcast will be up also on YouTube. On Wednesday and Thursday, we're going to be dropping one short each. On Friday, we're going to do a short and then pretty much either another full length episode, focus or explore, or the other podcast that we do. And then on Saturday, we're going to do two shorts. So we're going to keep this schedule going. So, uh, you know, sometimes we're dropping in the morning. Sometimes we're dropping in the afternoon. I have been fantastic when it comes to uploading things in advance. Like right now, we actually have 15 episodes sitting on YouTube right now that are private that I just have to hit a button and launch them out there. What I need to do is turn that kind of passion and that kind of go get them when we talk and when we're dealing with the podcast. And that's what we're going to be working on here. That is our Q episode. Let's get social. So if you're interested in getting park news, you want to go to our Facebook page, which is 125 Roller Coaster. We are going to every day in the morning, we're going to go through all the different amusement parks and we're going to be pulling four or five different things that you need to know. If you're interested in polls or if you're interested in pretty much 
you know, up-to-date kind of stuff there. We do reels. Our shorts are also reels. You go to Instagram, which is 125RollerCoaster. And uh, Instagram is basically the best way to get a hold of us also. Uh, if you're interested to see where we're going and what we're doing, Twitter's a great way to go. It's 125RollerCoast, no ER. Uh, if you like YouTube, but maybe you don't like YouTube, you like videos, but you don't like YouTube? Well, we also have a Rumble page, and we're going to be keeping the Rumble page going uh, at least till the end of the year. So if you want to go to Rumble or 125 Roller Coaster, uh, same kind of deal there. It's basically the YouTube. When we upload on YouTube, it goes to Rumble too. You know, definitely check out both of those. And pretty much, if you're interested in our podcast, make sure that you like and follow us because we promise we are going to get a lot better with making sure you have content every week. One of the keys to podcast is regularity. You want to know that on Tuesday when you wake up, you're going to have a podcast. And we promise that we are going to do that starting today. So right now you're listening to this on a Tuesday. Well, you might be listening to it after, but it came out on a Tuesday and we're going to keep doing that. But make sure you like, follow. If you want to leave a review, definitely do that on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podchasers, CastBox, Audible, and uh, any other place where you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to our rambling Weekend Only queue, And uh, make sure you check in on Friday when you get your Boomer, Boomerang episode there. But I'm Paul, and I'm going to see you in the queue probably a few more times in 2022.